forgot something that happened in our weekly checkups that I think needs to be mentioned. A weekly checkup, like a doctor's appointment. <laughs> um, Evan saw his favorite person of all time at the tailgate. At our oh. tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, good times. This joke is lost on me. Cheers to episode 97. Episode Aiden Hutchinson. What? Episode oh. Aiden Hutchinson. That was. We should start doing that. He's a lion. He's a lion. We Alex. should not start doing that. He had a big sack at the end of the game, Evan. Did he? Yeah. Evan knows. He watched the oh, game. Yes, he watches I every game. I got through all of it. Um, whiskey and Coke. Zero sugar yes. Coke. Good for you. Thank you. I got some tap water. You yeah. actually should be drinking the sugar coke if you're trying to gain weight. Good way. Yeah, why are you drinking that? We don't want dirty. We don't want. We're not dirty bullying. Yeah, we're dirty bullying. Tr- we just gotta <laughs> yeah, get to you that number. Be. You're, I mean, it's not good for you either way, so you might as well just go with the even worse one. I just got water. Water. Tap. Aquafina. Dasani. Straight tap. Straight tap, homie. We got double tap, homie, in this beep, beep. shot. Michigan sports episode. Shout out Michigan sports Sunday, November 13th. What? Sunday. Sunday recording. Sunday fun That's day. Right. Done this. Because Done this a few times. the fellows need to watch Michigan State Kentucky on Tuesday and rightfully so. It's a big game. Big spot for Izzo and the boys to bounce back. So it's Sunday, November 13th at 8.13 p.m. on the East Coast. Welcome to the number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan. The Mitten State. And... In the last two weeks of football weekends, our teams are 6-0. and All we do is continue to win football games. Did we talk about hockey and basketball this past week? No. We don't worry about those sports. It's football season, and we're 6-0. and How does it feel, guys? It's better than being 0-6. It feels That's good. Great feels quote, good. Alex. I will not apologize for wins and just wait for the blue Kool-Aid just to be drank all week. You're um, drinking Lions Kool Aid. No, I'm not saying I am. I'm saying other people. He's drinking Michigan Kool Aid too. The blue. I am Gross. drinking that. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple blue Kool Aids, different shades of blue though, um, and green Kool Aid. So <laughs> to preview the bowl sh- game, Quick Lane Bowl. You up, Evan? Um, we might be better than the Quick Lane Bowl now. Las Vegas Bowl. I'll see you guys there. Citrus. That'd be cool. No, we're definitely not a New Year's Day Bowl team. <laughs> The West is so bad, though, that they're increasing our odds every week. Um, we will preview to preview the show. We will do weekly check-ins, as always. We will do Michigan State Rutgers outcome, Michigan State Indiana preview, Michigan Nebraska recap, Michigan Illinois preview, Lions Bears recap, Lions Giants preview, and a sprinkle at the end of college hoops talks talk. We'll probably start with the Lions, actually. I had them lower because I didn't know how the game would go, but their big win probably leads the show today. Um, but before we get into actual sports, our weeks. Alex, kick us off. How was your week? What has happened in your life? Um, Week was all right. Work is busy, which hinders my social life. Um, yeah. Things I did that were fun this week, though, I did go see the new Black Panther movie. Did you, um, did you cry? I did not, but I, it was there were some heartfelt moments about Chadwick Boseman. I for heard sure. I heard it's really emotional. I saw multiple people say they cried. A lot of nice tribute scenes. Um, 
but no, I, I don't cry very often, so no crying for me. However, the film itself I thought was pretty spectacular. A fantastic movie. Um, first good Marvel movie in a bit, mm, really? it seems, because uh, I thought the last few have kind of sucked. Wow. Um, but this one was good. It wasn't super cheesy and kiddish like the other ones. Um, so I did that on Thursday with Drew and Ben, but not Ben from this podcast we refer to all the time. Different Ben. Benny B. Benny B. Um, Friday, just watched a basketball game. Did not go to East Lansing as I typically do. Mm. So just hung out. Um, and then Saturday, tailgate, football game. Didn't go to the football game. I haven't went to the football game. But tailgated, good time for the most part. And um, then I went home. And then Sunday, today, I, I met. I didn't meet him, but I saw the famous John Keating at B-Dubs shout drinking out a Keating. nice cold beer. Good for that guy. Did you slip him yeah. your shot at Michigan Sports Business card to ask him to come on the show? No. No, I didn't do that. Okay. I have to make my business cards first. Um, Perfect. But yeah, so pretty pretty boring week, I guess. I didn't do a whole lot. Who went to Sounds B-dubs? like you. Just me and Drew. Hell yeah. I love that for the guys. Watch some football, eat some wings, did well, not the, drink. What flavors of wings? I went with uh, Asian Zing and Medium. Classic. He went with all honey barbecue. Wow. I, won't I also call... got mozzarella sticks. <laughs> what are we talking I was about? feeling it. That's probably like a $40 bill without alcohol. Yep. Because <laughs> I got a bottomless Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I didn't know Pepsi was two dollars and twenty five cents, but well, it not Frickers, but it beat ups for show. I heard um, a wild story about Frickers at work this week. I don't okay. need to say it on the show, but wild. Okay, I'm intrigued. Um, Evan, your week with a little little overlap with Alex. What happened to you? A little overlap. Um, I did go see the new. Black Panther, not with Alex. Went with uh, my brother. Um, went to the greatest movie theater in the world. Um, shout out Paul Glantz. Um, I also went to an Imagine. Yep. Who's goat. Paul Glantz? The, the founder and owner of Imagine. <laughs> Imagine theaters. <laughs> you don't watch those previews, Grant? <laughs> no, I have no idea who that was. Is it really Paul? What's his name? Glantz. <laughs> like at a glance. Paul I'm Paul Lance, founder and CEO. Glance. Are you sure? Yes. Doesn't feel right. Oh, yeah. You should know who the goat's name is. (laughs) I'm Paul (laughs) Glance. I can see that commercial as as we speak. I'm looking up his net worth. I'm also with Alex. I thought the movie was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, Blew my socks off. Um, Just my expectations were... (laughs) <laughs> my expectations were um, not as high because of the previous movies like Alex stated, but I think they did a fantastic job. They had a lot of motion in it, um, which I like, and a lot of good action. So overall, thumbs up. Evan so is I an action slot. I recommend going seeing it. Paul's uh, net worth is $4.2 billion. You need to go to the Imagine with in, a B. in <laughs> Royal Oak. The one with the sports book. With the sports book theater. What? There's like bowling lane or something. Like the yeah. Royal Oak one is like top of the world. I had to go to the Rochester one because the 
Royal Oakland was sold out and the Birmingham one was sold out for this film. Maybe John Keating can get us in there sometime. <laughs> we are we are buddies now. Um, How's his? Hi- I'm not going to ask that question. It's not. It's not hinting. good. I knew what you were hinting at. His hair. It looks the exact same in person. I think he's the one. I it's just I, all back. I've seen his Twitter and he posts beautiful sunsets from the west side of the state. Like when he takes off weeks. So shout out to him. He's really living life. He's having a about beer a, with it. Look like his son. Talk about a guy it, to look it, up to. John Keating. Um, Evan, sorry to interrupt. No, you're okay. Um, Friday. Like Alex, I just had to stay at home. Um, dog Doggo sit. time. Yep. Uh, Watch the basketball game. Unfortunate loss. And then got up at the crap at dawn um, to go tailgate all day. Went to the football game. Great tailgate. A lot of people. A lot of people I didn't know. Hmm. Just Something um, Evan doesn't typically like. I do not like it. People I don't know. <laughs> um <laughs> So there's a little reason. There's a little reason why I went to the football game. Um, and then after that, I just drove home and felt like crap and woke up this morning, battle and built and ref basketball for ten hours today. So did you still how many char- How many charges did you call? Uh, did not call <laughs> one charge. Zero Can you give us your today. call? Huh? Can you give us your emphatic charge call? Can you stand up? Show us no, how you do I it. I didn't have to call one today. If I did, I would have shown you. You let sure. the boys play today. Uh, yes, I let the boys and girls play today. Do you say, because I remember back to high school, do you say like, two, five, with the body, and like really sell it or do you not? <laughs> no, not really. No one I kind of just that. say push. I just usually say push. It's Damn it. Some of these games today were, oh, like walk up the court boring. Hmm. Um, like they would not go fast enough, and it's a like, running clock. It would just not go fast enough. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Fantasy teams winning, so that's all I care about. Hell yeah! <laughs> all of them are winning at the moment. Just trying to go. Evan's trying to go undefeated this weekend in football. Things he cares about. Did you last weekend, Evan? Yeah, you did. Both. Did. I lost last weekend. The drew by three points on Monday Night Football because oh. Benny V talked me out of starting the wrong defense. Devastating. Stick with my gut. Tough shout out for Benny V on that one. Um. Okay. My week didn't. Let really... me guess. You didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, cause especially because there wasn't that much gap between this show and our last one we recorded. I do have a crazy story which i think i'm allowed to say i don't know how the justice system works did they come up to you and say you can't tell someone because if not you can say whatever you want okay so friday night (laughs) i was just trying to watch the armed forces classic and outside my balcony oh i should have told my i'm gonna tell my parents this story after this so they're not freaked out because if they listen they're like what the hell you didn't tell us i forgot to tell them this can we just clarify before you continue that you were 1000 percent rattled super rattled in a way Okay, because you tried to tell me last night you weren't but you definitely were rattled for a little bit i'll explain what happened um this is a lot of prefacing first of all happy birthday lauren that just popped in my head because that's why i called my family today happy Happy birthday birthday, lauren Lauren. um evan usually you say happy birthday happy birthday sorry i was distracted i was looking (laughs) Um, back on the tweets that you sent speaking of distracted watching the armed force classic i just hear police sirens like pretty loud 
And I did have my window cracked a little bit to get a fresh breeze in the apartment. And at first I'm like, all right, the car's flying down the street. Hmm. But then it kept, the sirens kept happening and they were so close. I was like, that sounds like in my living room. So I peek out the curtains. It's dark at this point because the sun goes down early due to daylight savings. And I see like two cop cars in the parking lot. It's like a tough angle I'm looking out. Like, you know, when you press your window up against the glass to try to like get the angle you need without going outside. That's what I was doing to try to see them. I'm like, okay. And I thought, this is where I was nervous, Alex. I thought the police were trying to talk to someone in, where I lived in my apartment. Um, and it reminded me when I got pulled over, the one time I've ever gotten pulled over for tinted windows on the way to a baseball tournament, never forget. Um, they pull me over and they have a very loud PA system out the top of their car that says, they like at me, they were like, roll down your windows, blah, 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 before he came up and walked to the car because my car windows were tinted. So I was super nervous and it's loud. <laughs> that was happening outside. It said, I think the guy's name was Dave. Starts with a D. Ooh. I couldn't make it out. But like First name, last name. You are under arrest. Please come out of your apartment with your hands up along the apartment side um, of the building, like the wall. And I was like, what? Like, this guy's under arrest. Like, <laughs> the he video to... you sent of the PA was alarming. I thought it was a joke at first. It's loud and it's ringing. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, someone is under arrest. And I thought it was in my apartment. And one thing about this apartment complex is the walls are very thin and the floors are very creaky. So instantly, a lot of commotion above me. I'm like, oh my God, is the person arrested above me? But no, I think they were just scrambling to get to their window like I was to see what was going on. Um, and then I quickly see, so the way my apartment complex is, is like parking lot separates the other apartment complex across the way, which is a little bit more less safe, I would say in a way, which is weird because my apartment complex is pretty safe. Like I feel good about it, but just right across the way is one that's a little bit scarier. And so I quickly see that this like canine unit truck is what I figured out what it was, has its light, has its lights, high beams on pointed into a ground level apartment with the blinds shut. So they are like, they are staring at the apartment complex across the way. So I'm like, okay, it's not my apartment. It's across the way. And then I see like out of call of duty, because there's these, there's these big shipping crates outside of our apartment because they're redoing the windows. So two police officers are using those as like, they're, they're covered. They're like behind them peeking around the corner with like assault rifles. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> what is happening? Um, and now, if you're waiting for a conclusion or a climax, there is no, there is none. Um, I didn't hear what happened. I didn't see anything. I'm, I'm guessing maybe they got the guy um, on the other side. So they were on the back side of the building. And then there must have been a police presence in the front of the building. And I think they got him from that side. Because they kept saying, we know you're in your apartment over the loudspeaker. Like, they've done their due diligence. They know this guy is there. Um, I did see one guy, like, sprinting down the steps of the apartment with the lights on. And I, I wanted to like yell at the window, hey, I just saw a guy run. But I figured I'd just stay out of it. They'll figure it out. Um, so hopefully they got the guy. I have no idea what it was about. That was crazy. Then went back to the Armed Forces Classic. And then my only last thing is meal prep situation. I know that's become a storyline. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to give people what's on the table this week. Probably won't be cooking tonight because of how busy today was. But I got two pounds of 93% lean ground beef from the butcher's counter to cook up with pot. I'm going to alternate between pasta and rice to, to freshen it up. I can get behind well, that. Well, that's way less psycho than pork chops. So that's a little more normal. 
Yeah, our listener Sam that you guys met said pork chops is one of the worst foods to meal prep, and I didn't want to ask him why because I didn't want to know. Everyone <laughs> hmm. knows that. And then my very last thing is hot seat me in future Grant because I promised listener Cody with a K that I would make a hype video for the Michigan-Ohio State game if they went in undefeated, and it looks like they're going to. And I really didn't want to make a hype video because of the work that goes into it, but mm. I'm a man of my word, so I yep. found the, the music for that, and that process has started. But it probably won't get done until the night before. As it should, Off. as it always does. <laughs> as it Thankful always. Michigan State has sucked, so I didn't have to do that. I'm still waiting on your uh, Michigan basketball preseason hype video, Alex, actually. Michigan basketball preseason high video. Michigan State preseason. Mm. Mm. Yeah, see, yeah. the season started. It doesn't really make sense at yeah. this point. Two-minute highlight. A, maybe a Big Ten two-minute highlight cut up. <laughs> two-minute cut of A.J. Hogarth's best handles. <laughs> It'll be all A.J. <laughs> with a dri- or, with a- or a Joey Hauser low-light reel. Speaking of receipts, if you guys ever want to have fun at night, just type in Hauser in the search bar of iMessage and you I'm will... I'm sure it comes up with a lot of things. The most outlandish takes going back like three years now. It's, it's insane. <laughs> He's a controversial player. Yeah. The most polarizing player, I think, in our friend group's history. Um, well, okay. no, that's got to be Chet. Well, he's nah. a bum, so... Chet, Patrick. No, I think the book's out on Chet. I think we all know like he's just... Patrick. Mm, maybe some some bad stuff about Patrick. <laughs> um, okay, Lions at the Bears, thirty-one thirty. That was the final score, right? Yep. Yes. A gritty win. Dan Campbell's first road win as a Lions head coach, first ever in his history. Lions first ever road win since twenty twenty against the Bears. So full circle, beautiful synergy there, Alex. Thoughts on this game? Um, I'm stunned they won, for being honest. When they went down 14, was it 14 to start the fourth? I was 14 for sure. in the third quarter. That we were going to get blown out at that point, throwing the towel, quit, garbage. So, uh, you know, one word, resilient. Resilient bunch mm. today. Good one. Thanks. One word for me, Okuda. That's my one word from this game. This keeps bouncing back from good and bad. Well, but great today. Amazing. But bad today. last week. <laughs> but, but amazing today. Not bad last week. Just no, not best. pretty pretty horrendous. Evan, I know you are still writing down your notes from digesting this game three times yeah. over. What are your thoughts from this <laughs> Lions Bears showdown today? Um. Like I said earlier, it's, we're drinking the Kool-Aid. Um, good to see we outscored him 21-6 to six in the fourth quarter. It's usually the other way around. That Thanks to Jeff. Jeff. It's a jury um, number. Jeff had one cat, one tackle on the day. But he did have the pick six. Saved his energy for where it mattered. Hutchinson, eight tackles, second on the team. Um, eight tackles. Other than that, we finally... Targeted a minor like we should have been like the last like three weeks. He actually got 11 targets. I know he's come off an ankle injury, probably wasn't 100%. But anytime you can get that man the ball the more times, it just benefits your offense. I think and he had like seven catches on the first drive. 
He had 113 passer rating. Mm, that's what I said. Goff was sharp today, and no one wants to give him credit. Only seven incompletions. I think he ended well. I think for a while Started there. well, too. Did he? The first drive, did you watch? Did you guys, goal. either of you, watch this game? Not in, not in full. A lot going on today. <laughs> yes, he was not sharp to start the game. Going on today. What I did like that I talked about in a previous show, we had 31 rushing attempts and only 26 passing attempts. That is Detroit Lions football under Dan Campbell, and that is what is going to propel this team to victories. Um it is it is a big it does feel like a really good win in the sense that like Aaron Glenn you've seen in Hard Knocks talking about how at some point we just need to become a team that expects to win and you just find ways to win these weird games. This felt combined with last week, these are two games where in previous years they lose and it's SOL. Like the Packers, they give up a touchdown to Aaron Rodgers. That's what they would have done. And today they would not have made a drive to go down the field and score, but they found a way. So you really can't be that mad. And and if you look at their receiving core, they're still missing a lot of pieces. Like it's just a monitor St. Brown and everybody else. No offense to everybody else, but that's just what it is right now. And they're just scrapping together wins. Um, and they're in the hunt. As Alex said, they're in the hunt. It's gross because like technically they're in the hunt. They're also <laughs> like dead last in the NFC at the same time. So weird. Yeah. But they could win next week and then they'd firmly be in the hunt. But look, it's um this was week ten. We what? We've already played our bye, so we have at least We played our bye, yes. We already had our bye. Do we have does that quick math we have seven games left then? We play all seven weeks We're, that are left. What, three and six? Yeah. Eight games left. Eight games left. Eight games left, and we've already hit our win total from last year. So when you look at it and just say that sentence, progress is happening. We it sounds like we get to unleash Jamison Williams in December. That's the buzz from last week. You might as well just play him now. Well, well we got to make Alex. a playoff push. Alex. We have a future here. Also, we should be three and zero against the NFC North. Yeah, yeah. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Just um, late, late game blundered clock stuff. Yep. Besides that, um. Okuda pick six. Hutchinson, good to see him get a sack and all those tackles. There wasn't a ton else I saw. Um, Dan Campbell's risky decision-making worked out this time where instead of going up 6-3 early in the game, he decided to do a play-action pass and wide open again for Brock Wright this time. So the tight end train just keeps going. A um, bunch of guys stepping up and filling in. Justin Fields' legacy game. Now, I know he lost, but he impressed me a lot. So, he is a stud. He is so him. He passed. He is Himothy. He is Hemi Neutron. Lions could have drafted um, him. Just him, Fields. I mean, he is a good football player. And I thought he was going to break the single season rushing record by a quarterback in back-to-back weeks. But the Lions clamped down <laughs> and prevented that from happening. Barely. Didn't clamp anything. Clamped. We just clamped just enough to win a football game. We also make Cole Clement look like a goddamn All-American who hasn't really had that great of a year or seasons in the NFL. It's tight ends, man. We can't cover tight ends. No. Jeff Okuda tried to take him out of the game with a nasty Charlie horse. Really? Yes. Speaking of injuries, um, 
Jared Goff's unathleticism worked to our advantage where he just tripped over his own feet out of bounds and it was a 15-yard run. Oh, that was super <laughs> looked dirty like grab. He, looked like he got nudged, but he just fell. And then we almost got in a benches clearing brawl um, at that point. Your guy, Taylor Decker Evan, was defending his quarterback and just shoving people around. <sighs> which was Somebody should have cold cocked him the did side Did you of see the, the end of the game? No, no I did not. Sewell and Eddie Jackson were going at it at midfield. Jared Goff had to step in between them. That is such a wild sentence that you just said Panay Sewell versus Eddie Jackson and Jared Goff broke it up. Jared Goff in between trying to calm Eddie Jackson down. That's, That's your crazy. leader, Alex. That's your leader of their football team. Which one? Jared what's, Goff. Wrong with, what's wrong with Jared Goff breaking it up? Just a little weird. We forgot something that happened in our weekly checkups that I think needs to be mentioned. A weekly checkup like a doctor's appointment? <laughs> um, Evan... Saw his favorite person of all time at the tailgate. At our oh. tailgate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. This joke is lost on me. The, Johnny the Spirit. biggest scumbag <laughs> you'll ever meet in your life was at our tailgate. And I just started just bashing Evan's, him. Evan's like, go get arrested at the Rose Bowl again. He's like, to I never face? was arrested. I had a few oh, yeah, to his face. And I was like, uh, that doesn't, that's not what the picture said. He rolled off on a stupid bicycle. I love Evan, it's kind of sweet that you didn't cower down. Like, you stood up. Evan didn't like, cower yeah. at all. He was like 10 yards to the left of us, not even looking at us. And I just started jawing at him. <laughs> like, you think I have like a... Um, approach people attitude. Evan was all over that. I didn't have to say a single word. With a firing passion. And then he's like, oh, no need to get so hostile. And then that's when I threw the line of go get arrested at the Rose Bowl again. <laughs> there also, he was in like, uh, I think a Snapchat later on the night lurking yeah, he around. Was at the Land Shark. He walks into bars late at night thinking he can just like pump up the crowd. Everyone yeah, wants to I've see seen them. him take the mic at Rick's before and start singing the fight song. Everybody comes on the mic and oh my he sucks. I wonder Those what he does sucks. for his career. I don't know, man. I I... Wow, Evan. <laughs> that might just have to be a bleep just to protect you, Evan. Um, I was thinking of like how bad those striped pants have to smell. Ew. Dude. <laughs> he used to paint his shirt when he was younger because he was skinnier. Now he's he used a to be... fat slob. And so he has to no. wear a shirt to cover it all up. He wears oh, really? like an Under Armour yeah. long sleeve. Wow. Yeah, I thought that it was noteworthy. That is very noteworthy. Uh, I'm glad you guys swatted him away. Lions-Giants. Lions-Giants, just probably not spread out for this game. Do we want to play guess the spread? Let's just guess the spread. What's it going to be? Where is it? It's in East Rutherford. Bad turf out there, too. Giants, six and a half. I'm going to go, yeah, Giants, four and a half. I will go... Six and a half, like Evan said, because they won again today. But it was against they're the Texans. seven and two. They're the they like they win every two. game by three points. Yeah, this is so a bad it's combo. It's got to be like stop Saquon, and that would be it, right? Pretty much. And Daniel Jones is a little mobile, so also bad for us. Yeah. Oh, there already is. is a spread out on DraftKings. Eight and a half. Uh, Am I reading this right? Uh, you are not reading that right, according to DraftKings. Alex does have problems with spreads. We know this. I'm on Giants Vandals four. four. Yeah, Vandals minus four. Okay, so they're so they're close. They're buying in on the Lions comeback. So technically, Grant, if it's my logic, chance to win. they already give three points to the home team. So four points. It's really a one point spread if we were at neutral site. 
It's, it's a pick em. It's a pick em. Jinx. It's a pickle. Uh, predictions, then, for this showdown. Back-to-back road games. Back-to-back wins road in wins. A <laughs> Is Danny Dimes really going to beat us? But they're seven Did we turn dude. the season around by going to Ford Field? People are wondering. <laughs> Thanksgiving, you have a chance to get back to... Evan, we should just go to that game. If the, We should declare right now that if the Lions win against the Giants, we're going to the Thanksgiving football game. Uh, it's against the arm. Bills. I'm not sure you want to do that. Seeing Josh Allen and Stephon Dix in person would be cool. Would be sweet. Yeah. Um, you know what? I got Giants 27, <laughs> Lions 22. They're not scoring that much. Hairs we still don't have that good of a defense. FYI. You, I listened to you predict a blowout last week. No, I predicted a high-scoring game. I picked 38 to like 29 or something because I wanted Justin Fields to score. And well, he almost he did. did. Well, he did, technically, 44. I got the Lions again. You're picking yep. the Lions to win on the road after we just won our very first one. Yep, I am. As, as one should. As one should. Lions 27, Giants 24. Game-winning field goal because our current kicker hasn't missed this year. Wow. Which is kind of crazy. This run of two wins in a row has been fun. Oh, I got, God. What a joke. Yeah, I got this one. 28-17. Lions. They forced three <laughs> turnovers on Daniel Dimes and Saquon, and they walk out of East Rutherford shocking the world with a double-digit win on the road back-to-back that Dan was, Campbell Road dubs. That was so... Drew's been watching How I Met Your Mother because he never watched it. So I've been yeah. watching it with him whenever he's watching it. That was the most Barney Stinson line I think you've ever pulled. You sounded exactly the same as him right there. The, the two, two wins. wins. You know, the, two wins. <laughs> the three wins. Oh. Yeah, that'd be awesome if it happened like that. You want to talk about Kool-Aid, man. I'm <laughs> drunk on it. You're the biggest Kool-Aid drinker there is in the on the planet. I fly like the... The one win and you're in the wind. Yes. Yeah, but Sucks Alex, me back we in. win again, the ticket prices are just going to go up even more. So you're saying we should lock them in now. <laughs> I don't I don't know about that. Grant, can we have your dad's tickets? Is he going to go? Thanksgiving, they probably got those given out by now. It's a big Oh, game. you could just see. I'll call him. <laughs> I'll call him. Larry, how you been? Um, let's see. Shall we get into Michigan State Rutgers next? Yeah. <laughs> $133. It is insane how th- these Lions fans just still are so dedicated for garbage product. Well, we're in the hunt. Watch your mouth. We're about to be four in, and six. I mean, I'm talking like obstructed view tickets are $133. Ford well, Field's a, ma- it's, it's a good dream. Ford Field's a magical place. Gers. Michigan State 27. Rutgers. Backdoor cover. Backdoor cover on a Hail Mary, fourth and twenty-nine. Evan, we will we will kick it to you who is in attendance for this half. game. For half Don't throw of this under game. the bus, Alex. For half of this game. I, I watched all of reason. it. I watched all of it. Alex, how many seconds did you actually watch of this game? Alex told me Several. zero. Several, Several. as in probably you, like he lied to my face seconds then. he watched of it. I, I saw two of our touchdowns. Evan, what were your takeaways coming out of this game? Takeaway. Um, 
but it still feels like we're too pass happy. Um, at one point, Berger was averaging like six point six yards per carry, and then we were still throwing the ball three out of like the four downs that we had. I feel like you should have fed him more until they were, till they were able to stop him, and then. Other than that, just the inconsistency still on offense. Wide open receivers, drop passes, penalties. Um, you move the ball all right, but he had settled for field goals late in the game and early in the game. He went for it on that fourth down instead of kicking the field goal. Um, Hunt was open. He missed him. But I think he should have thrown it to Carr underneath. Um, you had an opportunity there. So overall, I mean, I'm not going to really put too much in it because we're five it and five. Sounds like we lost, Evan, based on what you're saying. No, I'm just I, I like to nitpick because there's still area dramatic areas of improvement. I can nitpick. We and all can. We all find ourselves nitpicking. So, but it is Rutgers. Um, I hate to see him backdoor cover. Um, I thought I always pronounce his name wrong. Shiano. Nope. I don't care about Shiano. Are you kidding me? I can say his name. Aaron uh, Creme Yep. Um, there you go. He should have been playing from day one. He flies around the field. He's just a talented veteran, experienced linebacker. Um, and it kind he's of he's just a plug-and-play guy where we're not really missing the guys that are suspended. Wow. You, know, you kind of forget people are suspended, honestly. Secondary is um, playing decent. They're playing a little bit better. I think they're, it helps that we're playing more run-happy teams. Um, but overall, I'm I'm pretty pleased. We made some long field goals, which is a yeah. pleasant surprise. I know I hate them because I'd rather Double touch our field red goals zone, this game. But pleasant surprise. Stunning field goals, I would say. Also, it was tough, speaking of secondary play, to see my guy Kendall Burst get truck-sticked on the first play of the game, but he bounced Kendall back. Kendall had a bad game. <laughs> Mm, he bounced back nicely and was second on the team in tackles, I believe. He had a lot of missed tackles as well. It's okay. I mean, this is his worst game as a starter, but I'm not worried about him. To Evan's point real quick before you go, Alex, um, I did look. So on the surface level, you would see that Michigan State threw 35 times and ran 35 times, so balanced. But to Evan's point, you were running it so well where Berger was 16 for 85, 5.3 per carry and a touchdown, and Broussard was also 11 for 80, 7.3 per carry. So you had both backs averaging more than five yards per carry. You probably don't want to be at a 50-50 split if you're having that much success on the ground. So I think Evan's point is pretty valid there. Um Alex, your major takeaways from the Keep Chopping Bowl, which stays in East Lansing for the next year. Um, number one, as Evan always says, no apologizing for wins, even if it's ugly. I'm sorry. So we're we're happy to have the win. Second, I thought the run defense was not very good, and it was a little surprising based on how it had played recently against run heavy teams, but mainly due to tackling. I need to give another shout out to Cal Halliday, who had 20 tackles. Um, just I kind of shit on him a few weeks ago, and ever since he's played pretty well. You woke him up. He should be thanking you. He is. He <laughs> has called me to thank me. Um, that's huge. And then offensively, similar to what you guys said, I wish they would have ran the ball more. As I did watch the full game this morning, mm-hmm. it seemed like they passed Astros. the ball way too much. Um. But Thorne, I thought, made some really nice throws, some not very good throws, and then 
then some really good under pressure throws that makes you think, well, yeah, this guy can be really good. I just wish it was more consistent. Um, but overall, I'm I'm happy with the performance because we won. If we lost, I'd be very disappointed because Rutgers not very good. No, but yeah, it was an up and down game from Peyton Thorne. But ultimately, he made enough throws where you're not going to be clamoring for a change, even though no, nope, we can't can't really just, ask for one now. People get bored of it. Maybe one. It's always exciting to see something new. Evan says new is always better. Mm. Um, but still, Evan made doesn't enough. want new in this situation. I no, don't want to the freshman, not the junior. No one wants Kim anymore. Everyone's moved to Hauser, I think. No, Except I think Grant. there's still a Kim fan base out there. Yep. Also, Daniel Barker, great game. Shout, yeah. out. Shout out, Daniel. I said Daniel Barker used dot, dot, dot. They listened to us. Again, they plug into the Shot of Michigan Sports, number one podcast, just asking, how does this guy not get used more? And they finally did with an over-the-middle play. Um, they had success over the middle, which I also – wrote because a lot of times it seems like michigan state's passing attack is all outside the numbers on deep balls which is fair because you have keon coleman but it was nice to see a post route crazy concept and then just a little over under route with barker for a touchdown it's like wow i guess those routes do exist in the msu playbook and they used them well so are we still out on jay i am i think i still am out on jay yeah it's against Rutgers, alex just want to make sure that you're not going to... We changed our opinion on Scotty Hazleton pretty fast. Because he's had repeated like solid games where he you saw, you've seen improvement. Yeah, Scotty's in his duffy. <laughs> I do want to shout out the Rutgers running back. His name was Kyle Manange. That kid ran. Had some angry runs in this game. Yeah. And I he, know it's Rutgers. He blew over Kendall Brooks at the start of the game. Like, Jesus Christ. He, he finished. It was impressive. Michigan State wins when a guy goes 24 for 162 and 6.8 per carry. Still pulled out a win at the woodshed. So credit to them for hunkering down. Um, but he had a great game. And Did my you last, say the woodshed? Yeah. Weren't you the guy that when that nickname came about, you thought it was stupid and that you would never catch on? And you I, just I, said on our podcast, the woodshed? I say it in like a kind of jokingly way. Sure. You now <laughs> refer to it as that. I don't even. <laughs> Look, I'm just pandering to the fan base, okay? Jason just fist pumping his car when he heard the woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last point, I had two points, both less serious. Um, one's a question that I think we figured out the answer to. I was wondering, will Greg Ciano ever stop with a dive at people's knees during end of game kneel downs? He- He's, it turns out no. It's a scumbag move. He is a scumbag, scumbag move. Dirty coach. I was gonna start with that. I forgot. <laughs> that guy sucks. Just because you don't have lightning fast hands like Cody M <laughs> from middle school doesn't mean you can just take people's knees out. Uh, just do it the clean way, like Cody. And they did it's it fine. multiple times. Not not even once. It's just a quick way to start a post game fight. It's just it's gross. Yeah. So if they were doing that, the next play I would have just like. Well, I mean, we throw. really can't do anything because of the tunnel incident. So we had to be on our best behavior. No, we had to let Rutgers punch us in the face. Keon and Jaden Reed, go deep, dog. No, I've been saying out of the field, <laughs> just throw, throw Hail Mary. Yeah, fake knee, fake knee, go deep. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would, yeah. Awesome. Then just go out there and just do an Olay. Mel Tucker just do Olay Shiano and see what happens. Um, and then my last point, which. Luke brought up, and I was thinking it the whole game, but it just is a good point. The military scheme for Michigan State so great because you guys are already a green primary color. 
like that crew neck that Mel was wearing looks sweet. And I was like, man, that would look really good. Like Michigan has that, but it's green, which is just kind of feels weird as a Michigan fan wearing that much green. So you guys are lucky that all the military stuff really fits Michigan State's color scheme well. Green I thought for a second better. we were going to actually get military, full-on military uniforms, and Evan was going to be right. I was predicting. But, I was predicting camo. This camo accent. I thought. I thought there was a serious chance we'd have camo numbers when <laughs> Wilkins sent us the jersey reveal. It's close enough. I think that's a win for Evan still. Yeah, I thought so too. Win that for was Evan. a that was a crazy helmet decision. Like they went all out for for that. I actually. I did I, not expect that whatsoever. I think I liked the video better than how it looked on the field. But it was still was a really cool idea. I'm glad they did it. But I think you couldn't see looked, it very well. Some of them were like some of them. The American flags like fell off. I think well, they made it too. I good. think they made it too big. Like they should have made it a little bit smaller decal. But it was a cool yeah. idea. Yeah, it'd be a cool mini helmet to have. Yeah, if you're a mini helmet collector. As I um, okay, Michigan State versus Indiana. This game is on noon at BTN. We will not know the announcers because they don't release that this early. It's got to be God and Butt coming back to the woodshed. Oof. Also, I thought Jake Butt was pretty good. He's a good. He's a good announcer. Uh, min- minus yeah, 11 does. spread. Michigan State favored 40 and a half over under. So a pretty low scoring Big Ten buffet game. The first question, the obvious elephant in the room, is this a Tom Allen game for Evan? Is he on the hot seat? And could Michigan State potentially get him fired from Indiana? Nothing would make me happier than back-to-back weeks. You get Tom Allen fired and get James Franklin fired. It'd be terrific. <laughs> Um, I can see Tom There's Allen no going. James Franklin's game. James Franklin's I mean, they're like a top ten he's team. New Year's, yeah, he's a New Year's Six Bowl. Um, I can see Tom Allen getting fired just because they rotate coaches so much that they think the next coach is going to turn the program around. But really, Indiana doesn't care about football. I have a news always better. It corrects with Tom. Tom Allen should get fired. He also has assistant coaches, and he had too much turnover with assistant coaches. He doesn't like them enough. Do you guys know? He let Michael Indiana's- Penix walk. The Kalen DeBoer walk. Do you guys know when uh, Indiana's last win was? I looked it up for the uh, show. I was against stunned. Illinois in September. No, 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 no. It'd be Western Idaho. Kentucky. Yeah, it was Western Kentucky three. in overtime. We, they haven't won since week three. Yeah, they're terrible. I think they started the year 3-0 and then have lost I, every game since. I was looking earlier at their <laughs> schedule. They suck bad. <laughs> And like I really blown out the last few weeks. Yeah, I really think Kentucky, he, they scored with like a minute left to go up in that game. They might be on OT, the hot. I think he might be on the hot seat. Like I know they were just twenty twenty COVID year, but the, it might be getting thin there in Indiana. They have one Big Ten win, and it was Week One against Illinois that Grant said was the biggest fraud game he's ever watched. It was Illinois. It deserved to win that game from start to finish. <laughs> um, do you guys? So with all stink. that being said, I think I know the answer. Are there any nerves for this game? Um, are you already making your bowl plans? Um, well, considering Evan and I are going to be in the woods, we're not. We, I don't think we're too concerned about the game. Okay, good start. No, yeah. If well, for some yeah, reason, a little nervous, obviously, always. Indiana gives us problems. Like, I think they do chuck the ball, though, all, all over the place nowadays. They're really they tr- shitty. I think they're they throw really the ball on, like, way more than they used to. They Try only to. scored, like, 14 points against us last year or less. That was just an ugly foul. Oh, God, that was Big Ten football last year. They can score, I guess. Scored 33 against Maryland. They're shitty. They're really shitty. I don't. I can't be worried. I'm sorry. I can't find a way to be worried. They're that bad. 
I can't find a way to be worried. Rutgers beat him. Hmm. Yeah, I think especially it's at home. I think it both. If it was on the road, I'd be a little more nervous. Their defense, whole. It's bad. It's really shitty. They're averaging giving up thirty-four points. I just don't think they can find anything deep. What really hurts them? I wanted to give him a plug. Um, Everyone has those eye test guys you watch, and you're like, oh, who's that guy? He's sweet. They had a wide receiver named Cam Camper, but he tore his ACL at the end of October. He's locked in top five yeah, You guys played him. You're supposed to tell us if we should be worried. I mean, they played us tough for a half, but that's every team that Michigan has played this year in the Big Ten. And then they actually gave Michigan a good game. Like, into the third quarter was like, this is a joke. That this well, game that's because Michigan's close. fraudulent. Well, and Cam Camper. I see Cam Camper had 570 yards receiving. He's only played in five games this year. He's out. He's for the still year. their leading receiver by over 200 yards. Yeah, he's he. <laughs> if you guys ever get bored, just watch his highlights. He's so good and could start like as a number one on a lot of teams in this country. Um, but he's out for the year, so you don't have to worry about him. So he should be fine there. I'm just bummed I don't get to see him play more because he's electric and has one of the best names in football. I know sacks count towards like your rushing yards for quarterbacks. Yeah. But Indiana's quarterback has negative 150 rushing yards this year. It's a lot of sacks. So let's feast. Let's get after them. Let's feast, baby. Let's get confident about this. Predictions for Michigan State Hooters. Senior day. 32 to 16. I think the Spartans blow them out. 38. 10. I will go 35 16 Spartans. Um, I do get lucky on a couple of drives. It's college football after all. Things we did have disgusting backdoor cover on 4th and 29, so yeah. Honestly, we're prone to give up some garbage. It's probably too high of a total given Vegas has it 40 and a half, but I'll stand by it. Um, Okay, this is Spartan football. We get into Michigan, Nebraska. Talk about a f- snooze fest. Jesus Nebraska Christ. stinks, told you. They don't have a quarterback. They're, they're shit. It was... J.J. McCarthy really, didn't even have to play. You could have thrown any scrub out there just to turn around and hand the ball off. Yeah. You could have played Davis stats. Warren. Eight completions. It does not feel good for like the J.J. McCarthy is a bum stat fan. What? Yeah, he's not. It, like the people think that Jamie McCarthy's a bum. It's like those fans, like his box score. Yeah, eight for seventeen. Ooh, that's not a very good game. No, what happened visually is they came out putting an emphasis on what they talked about all week of trying to hit the deep balls. They had one possession where they first, second, <clears throat> third down they threw every single down, and two of them were deep balls, which is the opposite of a Jim Harbaugh offense. And to no one's surprise, um, he missed Andrew Anthony. I don't know if he missed him. Andrew Anthony kind of tripped on his route, which didn't get a good replay. I think he just legitimately stumbled. And then I thought he threw a really good ball to Cornelius Johnson, but Cornelius Johnson tried to make an adjustment on it and went right through his hands. So their deep ball struggles are continuing, which still makes you nervous for the game. Um, He's going to have to hit at least one. I would say overall, though, like it didn't look terrible. It's just they... 
they just could run. The stat of this game, which speaks to Alex's boring stat. Let me zone in. Oh, yes. Michigan had 264 rushing yards total. What do you think, if you don't know the answer, was the longest run they had of the game? 16 yards. I'm looking at it right now, so I know the answer. I was looking at the box. 17 yards was the longest run. So if that this was like a Floyd Mayweather boxing match that I'm to bleep out his last name would tell us do not buy those on pay per view they're so boring he's just a defensive fighter he's just gonna jab a guy to death that's what Michigan did in Nebraska there was nothing exciting about it they just ran for 264 yards with no massive chunk plays and just murdered him um, and there's really nothing Nebraska could do about it did you have fun watching it um yeah I just really like the players on the team so i found a way to have fun but sometimes like i was dozing off looking on my computer looking at other games going on like oh yeah yeah it kind of sucks when you went like that was going on at the same time yes i did watch that one yeah um but what i i found another comparison speaking of what floyd mayweather this team for hockey fans out there is like the barry trots new york islanders when we talked about not wanting trots for a head coach because there's nothing pretty about this team the way they play stylistically they just or just like, yeah, defense, try to win one nothing. They just suck the life out of you. It wins a lot of games, uh, but it's just not an exciting brand. But I've, I'm have i a sicko, and I've come to appreciate this style of football, so I actually enjoy it now. Like, I'm not, oh, this is gross. You're nervous because I know your third down efficiency. Yeah. I mean, are you just stats? you picking stats and trying to find something wrong with Michigan? Yeah, Grant has been looking ahead to the Ohio State game. It is annoying weeks. that the only thing Grant looks at is the <laughs> Ohio State game, but I mean, if I have to see one more text, thankfully I will only have to see one more text on Sunday. So, Wyatt, what do you think of Michigan and Ohio State right now? Here, Wyatt, here's a video to get you hyped for the game. Hey, what? so you guys think, like, rankings-wise, where should Michigan and Ohio State be, like, winner or loser? This is every well, so, week. Like, so do you, I, you know you play someone else next week. Not really. I don't. It's just Ohio State. God. You're going to end up losing next week, and then that's all going to be for nothing. But even if they do lose to Illinois, it's still all about Ohio State. You win that game, you still go to Indy. Like it's, At this point now, it's 100% all about Ohio State. It's all that matters. It's been like that since week three. Yeah, and it was crazy. And the brief little, oh, Michigan State, oh, Penn State, and then whoop, Ohio State, we're all back. I watched the rivalry documentary I sent, and they talked about how, like, in the 70s during the 10-year war between Bo and Woody, it was just, like, you didn't even care about the first 10 games because you knew they'd be almost undefeated and play each other every year. I was like, wow, that's actually what it feels like this year. Like, it's just, I just need to fast forward to a one-game season, and it, it's awesome, but also super nerve-wracking. So you just compare everything to that. Um, the only other things I had from this game... Offensive line, shout out again. They just continue to dominate, and they had injuries. So injuries right now for Michigan, speaking of Ohio State game, it's a huge thing. You're just trying to stay healthy, get get into that game. Donovan Edwards got banged up, hurt his hand, I believe. Broken. Um, in this game, I don't think it's confirmed broken unless there's breaking news that I haven't seen. Um, I think the word from him and Schoonmaker, who did not play, was that they got lucky um, with no major things. Mike Morris also got banged up at the end, and then Trevor Keegan the left guard missed the game because um, he got banged up the last game. So they really need to get that offensive line back together uh, for the Ohio State game, and you just try to get through Illinois with no injuries. Another crazy stat, in the last five games, 
Michigan has played, they're outscoring their opponents 117 to three points in the second half of football. You're welcome. Michigan State did play a role. Jay Johnson contributed to that stat. Jay Johnson did contribute to that stat, but that is just that's an insane number, which will not hold up against Ohio State. Uh, but it's good for me to keep in mind if they're down against Ohio State at halftime. Hey, we're second half team. We'll see how it goes against this team. But we're supposed to be a second half team. Um, it also didn't help Nebraska playing behind the eight ball. Their offense is already bad, but Purdy they're got knocked so shitty. Purdy got knocked out of the game, so they were on quarterback number three, like late in the third quarter. And at, before the half, Mark Whipple, their OC, got hit in a sideline collision <laughs> from AJ Henning, and he got carted off. So they were down in OC. So Mickey Joseph had to call plays <laughs> from the sideline. Not it funny. was just, it's not, not funny. No, Alex, it's not funny. I think Mark Whipple is okay. It's funny. It's, it's pretty funny. Is <laughs> how much of a dumpster fire that team is. I mean, it got. And I don't know if you guys saw the the uh, gooch tackle around the world, but <laughs> I saw a the Nebraska player tried to hurdle Mike Sander still, and he put the crown of his helmet right on his gooch. And oh my god, I was cringing on the couch. That that had to hurt so bad, just right up, just right where you don't want it. Um, yeah, that's all about Michigan, Nebraska, Michigan, Illinois. Is why would no- we even talk about this? <laughs> Noon. You just I, said it's not a football game. Well, Valid point. it was going to be until they're a dumpster fire now. Um, noon on well, ABC. We, we killed them. You guys did. You guys are the beginning of their end. Noon on ABC, minus 17 point spread from Michigan, 44 and a half over under. They will not be a top 25 team. So that's the storyline. Them falling out of the rankings. Hurts One Michigan. ranked win this year. Hurts them even more. Um, I guess you just have to hope Penn State keeps winning and ends up top 10 by the time like decision day comes, which they probably will. You're going to root for State. Penn State to beat us. Yeah, I think we're going to have to. 100% going to walk into Happy Valley and win. Well, if Michigan handles business against Ohio State, I will, root, I will wear green for the Penn State game. Uh, but if they lose, then it's in my best interest to hope Penn State holds on well, as a good senior day. That'll make that win feel even better then. It will, yeah. You're playing spoiler. Um, no, we're playing to be the best team in the West. I don't have a ton to add here. It's senior day. Illinois is um, bad. I, had res- I did right. I had respect for this game until their last two weeks. The only thing I can think of in my brain to cause any concern is that they are still very desperate. They're going to be playing desperate because the Big Ten waste. West race, not waste, is wide waste open. They are waste management. So, like, if they had already locked up the Big Ten West, maybe they coast a little bit, play for Indy, but, like, they have to be foot on the gas. I don't know how much gas they have left, but they have to be foot on the gas to try to win this game. Uh, maybe that means uh, Bielema breaks out some onside kicks, breaks out some trick plays. Like, they might throw everything at Michigan because they have nothing to lose now. Um, so Who is going to win the West? I try to look. I can't tell because there's like four teams tied at four yeah. and three. Everyone's four and three, so I, think I really Iowa don't know. has to lead over everybody right now. I don't or know do? how the tiebreakers work, but I just I have no four idea. Teams I saw tied. one highlight of it when I was like half asleep on Saturday, but I could not tell you. Who's I mean, it doesn't top. matter because whoever's playing in the Big Ten title game is getting absolutely getting boat race. Trucks. <laughs> so it kind of sucks. It, I, don't I know hope who the, I want, Like, who do I want? There's no. 
There's no like team who, that can play spoiler except Purdue, maybe, because they can score points. But they have no give, defense. Who gives the East the most problems? Like, who even has a chance? Talent-wise, the most talented West team is probably Wisconsin still, but their offense is horrendous. I think, yeah, I think Wisconsin might have a chance. I don't think Iowa. I don't think any of them chance. have a chance. Iowa zero percent. Illinois zero percent. I would say like probably five. Iowa right now. Iowa's offense is playing a little bit better. No, Evan. Their we've, offense we've is playing a little that bit better. Rodeo. <laughs> no. Yeah, Evan. but their defense is still their defense. They're still their, their defense def- can keep them all around. Yeah, their offense can just. I would have take Wisconsin with a chance to go and tie the game against Michigan at one point in the second half. I think Wisconsin's better than Iowa. But didn't Iowa just well, be Wisconsin? I would just house Wisconsin, so Alex, that proof is wrong. Well, you guys should just let Michigan State win the West, and then we'll play in the Big Ten title game. Get shit housed. <laughs> yes. We could get up. After the tunnel incident, you let Michigan and Michigan State play again? Oh, God. The Big Ten championship oh my game? God. Oh, my They'd God. Tensions would be high. All players back from suspension, too. Oh, <laughs> my God. It would be a movie. They'd have the National Guard there. They might not even get out of the second quarter with all the brawls that would go on. They should let Braylon Edwards and Draymond Green do the coin toss, too. Oh, my God. Draymond Green would be awesome. Agreed. We were almost his co-worker. <laughs> almost. No, not almost. <laughs> yeah, no, not really. I was wanted it so bad. I wanted it for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, these guys are <laughs> Really now, like, our monetization's through the roof. Think about upgrading my apartment. Of all the money <laughs> we make so much in. money. Why would we ever need to go to someone else? Um, okay, before we... Okay, predictions for this game. <clears throat> Bloodbath. Uh, blood <laughs> bath. But Michigan never seems to really bloodbath them unless it's Rutgers in the second half. So I'm going to go 38 Or every 13. team in the second half to last 38 five teams, Alex. 38-10. So what did you say? I'm saying 31-10. You guys just never get back. 31-9. Eye-popping, eye-popping scores. They're always just like, oh, that was ugly. Like, oh, they beat them pretty good. Oh, that was bad. But Rutgers, that was bad. Yeah, I mean, Penn State was bad. Yeah, Penn State was a Penn State bad sucks. That's why we're going to beat their They're ass. They're about to be a top ten team. We are going to beat them. What? You, sorry, what did you guys score say? Thirty-eight ten. I'm going to copy Evan. I'm going to say thirty-one, but I'm going to say seven. Thirty-one zero. Seven. Go zero. Shut up. I do. I do think Michigan will score less than against Nebraska because I still think Illinois' defense can be okay. Like they're not just going to get pushed around. I don't think Michigan State pushed them around. And we um, suck. Blake, sorry, Blake Corum Heisman campaign continues. Twenty-eight, one sixty-two, five point eight yards per carry, one touchdown. Stat patter. Not really. He had it. I don't think he just was talking shit, man. I don't think he was supposed to. I would like to say I saw Michigan fans getting mad at or making jokes about uh, Stroud stat padding. Stat pad all you want. If you're uh, if your coach like wants you to be in at that point, you should throw for touchdowns. I don't care. I'm, I am not going to get upset at teams doing that. Be sick to win a Heisman Trophy. So do everything you can to get it. But I don't think Corum was supposed to get that many carries. I think because Edwards went down, um, he ended up getting close to thirty. You have more is... nervous for the Michigan Ohio State game now that like that game comes to you know, lead to like who wins the Heisman. Um, 
I don't know I if it makes it... As a fan, I wouldn't be any more nervous because of that. It doesn't make it more nervous. I do have this working theory I'm trying to make myself feel better that since Corum had a bum angle last year and like it was the Hassan Haskins show, he's going to be super motivated like to prove like he can do it against Ohio State too. I mean, he's, our, he's always ready to go every game, but it gives me that extra bit of like, maybe Corum will just have a bonkers game, like a Kenneth Walker-esque game of yardage too. Because um, he did have a long run against Ohio State last year, but he was hobbled. He was like 75%. So I think he's going to be frothing at the mouth against them. Um, but it'll be great. It'll be. I, I want to try to get Wyatt on the show to preview that game um, to get the Buckeye, to the inside Buckeye scoop. They also had injuries. Mayan Williams went down after a massive game. Uh, so both, both teams are just trying to stay healthy for the 26. And then last college football, let's do our top six. Without the help of the playoff committee, give your top six after Georgia. this week of action. Georgia, 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 Georgia. All six. Alex, they were only up by like five at the half. Grant. All right. Georgia, number <laughs> one. Kidding. Ohio State, number two. Michigan, number three. TCU, four. Because they won pretty yeah. easily. Impressive. Mm, no. But an impressive win. They looked pretty good. I don't know if I just wouldn't say they won easily. I said pretty easily. I caveated my easily. I, yeah, I wouldn't go that far. It was um, a sweat. Oregon lost. USC beat the worst team in America. It's hard to want to put either of those. I'll put Tennessee at five. And I guess am I missing someone good? I guess USC at six. Um, I don't know who else to put there. Yep, yeah, correct. I have one Georgia. You put Alabama there, Alex, I guess. I got one Georgia, Good. two Ohio State, three Michigan, four TCU, five USC, Ew. six Tennessee. Colorado, Evan, is horrendous. And you USC have them at six. Bad. It's one spot. Chill out. They're not even Tennessee in the Tennessee would murder USC. You're just biased because so. you like Lincoln wow. Riley and USC. USC just has just amount of talent, same amount of talent on. Right now, who would you take, Caleb Williams or Hendon Hooker? Hooker. Caleb Williams. Mm. In sure. a college football game right now, I would take Hendon Hooker because their receivers are better. Well, that doesn't really answer the You're just saying because the receivers. I'm saying if the two teams lined up, I would take Hendon Hooker. Mm. I would take. Caleb Williams. My six, I believe, is the exact same as Alex's, where it's Georgia, OSU, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee, USC, and only the last two teams are flipped from Evans. So sounds like we're all in the right range with the six teams. It would be hard to have something different. What do you guys feel Alabama from the text in the group? Evan, you were at work, so awesome. you saw. What, what do you say, like, from likely to a real long shot? of the Michigan-Ohio State loser still sneaking into the college football playoff is the fourth team. Yeah, there were some talks. I was watching. What was I watching? I was watching something yesterday. Probably Joey Galloway. <laughs> I think oh, it was bullied. <laughs> and they were talking about that same situation. Um, but that was prior to Oregon losing. Um, yeah. And, and, your, they, your and, and however, they already had eliminated TCU because both, like, Booger was like, yeah, this is just Texas this night. Texas is going to run away with it. Oh, um, cool take. Quinn Ewers stinks. He had a bad game. 
saw Rico Beard saying Arch Manning's not going to start there next year. After what I saw on Saturday <laughs> night, Arch Manning is starting from day one at Texas. Quinn Ewers might, I'm not going to say transfer again, might, I don't know what he's going to do. Transfer it's Arch, again. It's Arch Manning's job after last night. Um, But I'm with you guys. I think it's, Tennessee, I think, has a cakewalk into it unless there's like a surprise. Unless like the committee feels bad for USC if they win out. Because USC technically will have three ranked wins to end the year with beating UCLA this weekend, Notre Dame, and then the Pac-12 championship will probably be Oregon. But isn't the question is, do we think the loser of Michigan and Ohio State will make it? No, I don't think so because there's going to be I think bias. it's likely. I think there'll be bias. It's, and it's always... Yes. It's I think they're going to be biased towards Michigan and Ohio State as well because those are two ginormous brands in college football. They've been biased towards the SEC of the entire time. And it's always been, if you lose late in the year, it penalizes you more than if you lose early in the year. Always been that way. Tennessee's going to... Oh, they don't get, They don't have to play in the SEC championship game. Yeah. No. So I think based on Tennessee's wins, um, LSU, Alabama, like Tennessee's just in. I think they're in. I don't... The only way they're not 100% in is if USC and TCU are both one-loss conference champions. If Those two TCU, I think the only way that Tennessee's not in is if LSU wins the SEC championship. Really? You, so you think Tennessee still gets in over both TCU and USC one-loss conference champions? There's an argument for them. That I'm saying like doesn't for sure season. get in is if LSU wins the SEC championship. Yeah, if TCU wins out, then I would say that the loser of Michigan Ohio State is not getting in. Agreed. TCU's I been think, screwed before, so yeah, I think it screwed bad in the. I mean, the Big the Twelve playoffs. is not very good. No, yeah. it's bad. Oklahoma State, remember when they were good? They're horrendous now. But I think conference championships are such a big deal for the committee, and I think but if you were they're only, not Penn State, if TCU's undefeated though. They're in for sure. Yes. Yeah. And I think they will be. But I almost think, like, and to Evan's point of late losses matter, it's almost better if TCU's going to lose, lose next week to Baylor and then win out, and then you look, like, good in your conference championship game, that has a better chance. Whereas if they lose in their conference championship game, they're probably out. I think that for both teams, USC and TCU. Well, USC has to win out. They already have one loss. I mean, you, there's going to be an argument that to put USC in over TCU just based off and, the strength of schedule. And at one loss, Michigan. In. I wouldn't put USC or TCU in over a one loss, Michigan or Ohio State. You wouldn't? No. wouldn't. Wouldn't. If both of those, no, I wouldn't. I would put Michigan so Ohio you don't State. Conference loser. Championships, so don't even play not, the conference championship. Not <laughs> the Pac 12. And not the. Well, you can't be biased towards certain conferences. Well, that's kind of how it works. Well, and the Big Ten's sucks. terrible this year. Big Ten sucks. Yeah, but the two teams at the top we know are good. Yeah, Georgia and you. Oh, you're talking about Big Ten. Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, so they get to play their quarterfinal game. If TCU game. loses, they're yeah. not making it in any scenario. In my it's opinion. just like last year. Michigan and Ohio State played in the quarterfinal game. And if USC is a one-loss Pac-12 champion, I would still take Michigan and Ohio State over them. I would take the conference champion over the Assuming one loss. Assuming that the Michigan and Ohio did, State game is close. They didn't even win their division. Division. Yeah, they did. Yeah. No, well, they wouldn't win their division. No. 
Well, Michigan or Ohio State will not win in the division. Which I think the whole division things is another dumb concept. Should just That's be the two best teams. Like the Big 12 topic, does. Baby. But. Do I think Michigan could beat both those teams more times out of 10 on a neutral site? Yes, but I think committee would take a one-loss conference champion over a one-loss. You think they'd take a one-loss TCU over? Yeah. If they win the Big 12 championship. Oh, I do. No, if TCU loses once. I don't once. think so. I think TCU loses and they're done, done. I guess if Michigan only loses by three, different conversation. If Michigan loses by two scores, TCU gets in. Because then they're like, you had your chance, Michigan. You lost. TCU who's, won the Big 12. Tennessee play to finish this year? But They played Vanderbilt, I think, as their rival of the last week. They probably yeah, play some no-name team. They're, I think they're in. Yeah, they're in. I think they're in. There's no scenario they're not, they're out. Because what are they? They're, they're definitely four right now. But and the only difference is between them and five Michigan five. or but the only difference between them or, or Michigan or Ohio State is they will not win their division. They will not be in the final. But they had better quality wins yeah. in their conference. And, and their one loss will be the best team in the country. Who? Which was kind of a blowout. Which was a blowout. It was State a blowout. Needs. They made it look reasonable at the end for all the box score watchers. Ohio State needs Notre Dame to keep on winning. Yeah. It really Very, depends yeah. who loses, I guess, between Ohio State and Michigan as well. Ohio, Ohio State has a better chance to sneak in the back Yeah, I think so too. And also, Michigan got blown up by Georgia, so they're going to have that in their head last year. So they're going to be well, do we need to see that again? Because you're going to be the four against Georgia. Do they want to do a rematch? I don't think they would want to. No. Unless the TV, unless the TV numbers were so spicy. I don't think that game would go very well. Again. No. So. No. Well, yeah, you better hope you guys get South Carolina and Vanderbilt. South Carolina is okay. They Great, you should be the biggest Alex. Gamecock fan of all time this week. No, I'm a big. Well, I need to get UC, I Right on my checklist, I need to get USC eliminated. They need to lose a UCLA or they're a fraudulent. Championship so game. they'll lose. I don't think. The they're and then I guess I just need. To, I need TCU to and lose the Baylor. USC bias. You're against USC for no reason. I'm not. They've lost one game this entire year. They just they was, don't look impressive every time I watch them. It was on the road by like three to Utah. Like it was a good game. I watched that Oregon State game where they looked like death. And then I watched the game yesterday and I thought they looked awful. They lost by one to Utah. Hmm. I don't know. I just think the Pac-12 sucks. But Big Ten sucks. Big Ten sucks. All right. To close out the night is quickly college hoops. I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on the opening big game of the year and any maybe th- thoughts about Kentucky and Villanova this week. I do. Before Alex goes, I hate the Michigan State fans. They're like, well, moral victory. We weren't expecting to be there. Hmm. It's like, no, you had to eat. You're dominating Gonzaga going into the second half. And then you laid a, an egg and couldn't convert field goals, relying on. Free throws, and by the time that Gonzaga got back into it, you didn't know what to do with yourselves. Um, super disappointing. I will be upset about that loss for the rest of the year. You had it in the bag and you blew it. The rest of the year, yeah, you have a chance for a qual. Your best win on the year because Gonzaga's they don't play anybody in their conference, so Gonzaga's going to stay inside the top ten for the rest of the year. You don't think Pacific Tigers are a good team? No, they're. I mean, Gonzaga's the San Francisco the Dons are pretty good. Dons. Don's are pretty nice. Um, and Drew Timmy's public enemy number one. He's such a over hundred. One putback was nice though. Well, currently right now, I forgot how big of a Hunter Dixonson is until we play him. <laughs> so 
Once we once Michigan State plays Hunter Dickinson, then Hunter Dickinson will take his his spot back. Got it. I'm um, just overall super disappointed in that second half effort. I guess. I mean, first half was a first and second half were two completely different teams. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that all comes down to foul trouble and just front court depth, which we said was an issue. The second Sissoko went out, which is insane that how good of a game he had and that we're saying right now after two basketball games that he's like very important to this basketball team which is wild wild and it's not like he was playing against like a an average center he was playing against the uh national player of the year center drew timmy so shanghai shark next year jackson kohler's defense real bad he's a freshman Uh, what do you expect expected um and then Having Joey on Timmy was just not a good matchup for Joseph. I don't uh, know why they don't put Malik all on him. Yeah, and then Malik that's my did biggest, at the end after Joey right. fouled out. We just Joey's not a good defender to begin with, and we seem to put him in situations where he's going to be even worse. And we I don't put get him in that. situation to fail, and then like all the Michigan State fans are probably just blame him all because our coaching staff thinks Joey's better than he is. Might be a problem. Not the best game for him, but a lot Real of year bad. left. I'm sure he'll bounce back. He had a great first game against nobody. But, yeah, it was a tough game. You can't have a, a starter go for zero points and foul He did have foul trouble in the first half, so he played, what, I don't know, eight minutes in the first half, if that. And, obviously, Aikens didn't play a whole lot yet, so he's still recovering from the injury. He didn't play a normal workload. I'd say he's going to play a lot more. During yeah, he was like season. did not play that much in the start of the second half, which I was expecting no. him to come in. But I mean, he wasn't going to even be out there at the end until the fallout, and then we went four guards and Malik Hall at center, which is crazy. It's college basketball. You're allowed to lose though, so I am encouraged. I'm I am on Evan's side though. It's really disappointing because that was a quality tournament win to have. Because you know we're gonna be like 500 after this brutal stretch at best, and you really need to sneak one of these out. Grant, just want to praise your guy. Big game for Monty Sissoko. <laughs> I mean, kid delivered. Do I think he's gonna keep it up all year? No, I don't know. Not as at a, that as level. A, as a backer, as a real defender of him, um, I have no idea. I'm. Just, I was just enjoying the ride as it happened. That's all you can do. And you always remember the Armed Force classic, Matty Sissoko, where were you? Marty, I'm sorry. If he plays uh, like that all year, my God, he's an animal. It's safe to say if Michigan State had lured Manny Bates to their campus, they would be an ironclad Final Four team this year. That is that high praise coming from you. So we're one center. We're a backup center away. Manny Bates would start for Michigan Okay, State fine. Department. We're two good centers on the team away. It was You're kind of we have one default decent center, Matty Sissogo. It was kind Sissogo. of like a little deception where I just wanted to plug Butler basketball, so I threw in how great Manny Bates is in a hyperbole <laughs> way. But, yeah, I think he the, uh, getting a portal big would have helped a lot for this team after what I saw. Yeah, we're going to f- see that if we get in foul trouble, we are kind of effed. And Izzo teams play hard defense. Everyone knows that. They, the they play hard was something. defense. They were giving it all. I haven't seen that in a while. 
Maybe Steven Izzo toned down the effort on the bench. Grant, but it's that's his more job, on, dude. That's more on me, I know. And it's just, it's tough because he's shorter than everyone, so he can sneak in front of he everybody. He just like, so looks like a little child in it. He gets like a balding little child. And it's on me. I thought he graduated last year, so I was like, oh, I don't have to see him anymore. And then there he is again in the Armed Forces Classic. I'm like, oh, God, I can't escape this kid. Just we have Barry him. Sanders' son on the bench, too. Is he, um, is Steven, is this his last year in the program? It's got to be, yeah. But we think will be a GA next to Matt McQuay next year. I don't think he has coaching aspirations, but maybe. So one of our walk-ins from last year, I saw on the bench in the first. Oh, game. did you guys see the post game? <laughs> Waking up, what was the game Friday? Besides the guy that got arrested across the way, number two, who I would not want to be waking up on Saturday morning was Carson Cooper. My God. <laughs> Kid got absolutely torched by Tom Izzo in the post game. I don't know if Alex had just the like indirect boys, shots. He's <laughs> like, yeah, we had no one else to play, basically, and all that. Is that what you're saying? Well, I don't know if makes me think he didn't watch the video I sent. Try to lob you a, an alley oop, but a reporter said, "Did we think we'd see Carson Cooper?" Oh, they asked Tom, directly about Tom him. Tom Izzo said, "No, don't ask about him. Some freshmen need to learn how to act." He had a bad morning for Carson Cooper. <laughs> like, called out this kid to the nth degree, just saying he needs to wake up. So wow. I don't know if he overslept his brutal. alarm or what, but Tom almost snapped. And it wasn't mad at the reporter, but he took it out on the reporter. He's like, no, do not ask about Carson Cooper. Some freshmen need to grow up. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, he did reclass, so I think he's younger than everyone else. That kid is going to be puking in a trash can this whole week. Because that was insane. I was no, like, I've I did not watch that video. I've I never seen him one. just say this kid is cheeks. You've got to watch it after this is done recording. That is aggressive, crazy. Tom. Tom did look fiery on <laughs> during that game. He was pissed all game long. Well, he was fun. it was funny, like the dynamic in the post game. He was just like, yeah, it was a beautiful night. Like, love this experience for our guys. He's like, but that Carson Cooper, man, <laughs> just like snapped. <laughs> um, and then... On the other side of the state, Amani Bates almost took down the Michigan Wolverines in LCA. <laughs> Kid was in his absolute bag. Had oh, like his 30 Duffy. 30 plus points on efficient scoring. Like he when did I, do dumb. He did do dumb Amani Bates stuff, but he was really good. I was watched great. his first half highlights right before I went to bed. He's just running up the court, pulling up threes. He got a tech for yelling in someone's face after a putback dunk. I'm like, oh my God, Amani Bates is back. <laughs> And then I um, saw that they were winning, and I thought they were actually going to pull it off. But no. yeah, the 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 pregame or the preseason hot takes episode we had just last week was couldn't be more true. To start the year, they just don't play play any organized defense, <laughs> so they just kind of they score. I mean, Dickinson had thirty himself, and Evan he's already in midseason form, flexing on Eastern Michigan kids. So congrats, it's Eastern. He's ready. Eastern's to got annoy some people. dogs. It was. That was Eastern Super Bowl. No, Eastern's got a couple transfers in Amani Bates. They're actually supposed to be pretty solid. LCA was buzzing. Like the Eastern fans traveled. It was. It was. Why is it at nine o'clock? It's in Michigan. Come on. Isn't the Villanova game in East Lansing at nine? There's nothing worse than college basketball time windows. It's either seven or nine. This is probably an overreaction, but feels like Eastern's going to win the MAC and be like a twelve seed. There's a lot of good Mac and beat though. someone. Mac is a solid no. basketball conference. It is, but we we all know Western that once lost they get... to Minnesota by one point. <laughs> wow. Well, Minnesota's butt cheeks. 
Yeah, but it's Dwayne Stevens' Butt first cheeks. game. Western's got a good coach now. Well, Minnesota. Now, Western. Western's second game, I think they played like an actual high school JV team. Oh, shout out Wyatt's defiance. Yellow Jackets. Just absolutely no <laughs> yeah. showing against Oakland. <laughs> oh, Oakland also good. Rocket Watts stock up. Michigan basketball team solid all around. <laughs> We all know that, like, Eastern, like Evan said, Super Bowl or whoever said that, and then they get into MAG play, and they're just going to play so undisciplined and have 30 turnovers a game, and they probably will just, like, lose that league. But they have, like, probably the most talent of any MAG team, just guys that could play. Well, they have a guy that was compared to Kevin Durant, so yes. (laughs) And he looks like Kevin Durant. But he's still so sporadic and does such crazy shit. It's like, what did, are you doing? He did take some ill-advised shots. And then he went well. ice cold at the end when he needed him to be good. Oh, and every time he pulled up, I was like, yep, that's in. Like, at that <laughs> point, he'd earned it. I was like, this kid's going to make every single shot he takes tonight. What did he finish with? Over 30. Wow. He had at least 30. And it was pretty efficient. Like, I think he shot. Let me just look. Let me just look. It was basically Dickinson versus Amani. At Little Caesars Arena. And Cody with a C has claimed Doug McDaniel to be the worst point guard in the Big Ten. Confirmed? Yeah. Yes, confirmed. I heard. I watched. I uh, Did you watch it back to see if he was that bad? I didn't watch it back. I just watched a, a watchable can say that verbally to you. Now, he did have five assists, but it wasn't his best game. He's his a freshman. first game ever was his worst game, hopefully. Amani, yeah, Amani did have 30 points. But he's probably shot 30 times. Let's look real quick. And our games on Friday, Villanova, Alex, at 8 o'clock. Oh. Weird Fox Sports he one time. was Fox. 12 for 19 and was seven of his first nine. Incredibly efficient for Momani. He was in his bag. Kid showed out. Duffy. And then I was like, I was like, man, like, should Jawan have taken him? But then I realized, no, because Eastern is the spot for him. There's yeah, no he one. D- he can't do that on a normal team. He's got to be the guy. Shoot Twenty times. He's got to have a long leash. So I think he found his home. I think he's gonna flourish. Maybe, but check back in four months and see if this is a freezing cold take. <laughs> Before we go, who does Michigan have on the schedule this week? Probably no one good. You got Pitt in the little uh, little ACC. Ew, pit basketball. Um, their schedule doesn't kick up until after Thanksgiving, where they have a stretch where they play. I play saw they're still in like the top ten ish of strength of schedule non conference. Yeah, I don't know what the preseason tournament is, but they play Virginia on November 29th. Then that's the ACC couple, Big Ten Challenge. And then a few days later, they go to London to play Kentucky in the O2 Arena. England. London, London, England. The O2 Arena. Well, you, guys are in the, you guys are in the Legends Classic. Does it say what the first game of that is? The Pit. That's oh, on Wednesday. So that's, that's this week. We're in a tournament. We might play a good team later in that if we win. And, and then December there. 21st, the number one team in the country, the Tar Heels. So that'll we be a good game. We have them on the schedule. Mike we could have Mike the Tar Heels on the schedule. We could. PK or PK eighty five now. What is our schedule? We got Ohio too. They've been a good MAC team. Yeah, they're solid. We have Kentucky Tuesday. Oh my God, Lipscomb's actually always in the NCAA tournament. Oh Grant, don't try to make your games feel meaningful. They still. I mean, it's not. You don't have a schedule like Michigan State. It's not what Tom Izzo, but I'm not going to be zero and four and 
just hating life. I'm not going to get into like a whose schedule is tougher off. Like I don't care enough, but they they didn't schedule cupcakes. Michigan. No, don't I have said yours. Your Michigan's is in the top ten. It's tougher than last year's non-conference schedule. You guys schedule it's, nobody. Well, they got murdered by Arizona. Yeah, Arizona turned out to be good. But yeah, yeah, they didn't play a lot of people. And pre- you guys lost pre- Seton Hall. Yeah, at home. Yeah, at home. Yeah, a rough I start to the year. Now it's no Butler Bulldogs. They have Penn State. Yeah, what's tomorrow. that joke schedule they have? Penn State. They better Saint, win that game for your safety. Saint Francis. Murder. The Citadel. Do you play them every year? Yep. <laughs> and then this stretch right here is the season right here, non conference. The number eleven ranked Tennessee Volunteers come to Hinklefield House in front of a frothing fan base, right? Wow, you the world. should find a way to get to that game. And then seven a week off after that beatdown, and then we play Kansas State. They come to Hinkle. Oh, that's not that. Why? So you guys don't leave Hinkle for a year? Oh, we play Yale too. That's a little good Ivy. That's a that's a good game right there. <laughs> this is a good schedule. Perfect. They got rid of the Crossroads Classic, so it's just the worst. What? Yeah, they disbanded I live it. for that, coming home from college bre- for a college break and watching that in your basement. Yep. Abolished it. Wow. How'd <laughs> Butler end up? Worst uh, record? Well, our last game in the, cha- <laughs> in the Crossroads Classic. Got murdered got by Jaden Ivey. 40-pieced by Jaden Ivey. And I was in Chicago. And I didn't see it, so didn't really happen. But we lost by like 50. Okay. I can't wait for Butler to fall apart. Shut up, dude. Dude, my family went to Butler. I'm a Butler fan. They're so good, I might get some new merch for Christmas. Wow. And Villanova lost. That's bad for us. Wide open. Villanova losing is bad for Michigan State. Doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It's home, though. You got to get that place buzzing on Friday. Um, Okay. That's the show at Shout Out MS Everywhere. Follow, like, subscribe, comment, share the link with your friends, download it, play it on two times speed on mute if you don't want to listen to it. Whatever. Listen to the weekly check-ins, tune out. I don't care. Just listen, support the show. We do it all for free for you guys, the fans. No, we make a lot of money. Cheers to close out episode 97. 97. Cheers. Shout out Michigan State hockey. hockey. Yes, yeah. I knew that was going to be the cheer. Shout out Michigan State women's soccer. You guys should kiss already. Gosh, a thrilling victory. Shout out to a 10-0 football team, baby. Okay, Grant, no one wants your cheers. <laughs>